0: Welcome to Impact the Borough, the podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, President and CEO of the Chamber. Each week, we'll check in with our partners to share inspiring stories and important information from across the borough, highlighting what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, and develop our workforce. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information.
1: Welcome, everyone. I'm Caitlin Conover, Assistant Director of Launch Greensboro, the entrepreneurship initiative of the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Here at Launch Greensboro, we accelerate growth for entrepreneurs starting and growing businesses in the Greensboro Triad area by providing education, mentoring, and access to capital. We do this through a variety of programs, including Launch Camp, Launch Lab 101, and Growth our Sustained Cohort support, and of course, Capital Connects and our first launch capital fund, Pre-Seed Stage Fund. In this episode, we will be chatting with three entrepreneurs who have completed our Launch Lab Growth Accelerator and are now a part of our alumni group, sustain. Our conversation will be focused on collaborations and how they have played a role in their entrepreneurship experiences. So before we really get started with the conversation, I want to introduce our guests. Uh, Please meet Will, Jasmine, and Summer. Will, Jasmine, and Summer, let me introduce you all, share a little bit of background information and what your companies do. So Will, I'll start with you.
2: Okay. My name is Will Dungey, and I am the owner and lead coach um, for Cantag Solutions. We are a transformative coaching firm. So what I do is I walk in and and, um, into the lives of professionals and entrepreneurs and I help them to have the audacity to consistently show up in their powerful, authentic self at work, at home, and in the community. Um, Been doing it for three years. I love it. Been able to see many uh, leaders in our community and outside of our um, state transformed by this. So I'm just really excited to be here today.
1: Thank you, Will. Summer, introduce yourself.
3: Hi, I'm Summer with Next Level Construction. We are a residential and commercial general contractor servicing the triad. And our mission is to make an impact on lives, um, those of our employees and those of our clients. Um, And I'm excited to be here as well.
1: Thanks, Summer. We're excited to have you. And Jasmine. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, Jasmine Deer,
4: Chief Strategy Consultant of Ajoy Consulting. Um, I help clients solve complex problems through designing high-performing teams and strategic planning.
1: Great, thanks, Jasmine. So today's topic is collaboration. Uh, we see collaboration happen in a lot of different forms. Uh, which is exciting and presents a lot of fun opportunities. Uh, Entrepreneurship, in my mind, can often be a one-man sport. Uh, You're often starting your business by yourself. You might be figuring out problems uh, by yourself. However, with collaboration, with cohorts, with partnering with others, it kind of becomes this larger team sport. And I think collaboration paints a picture of that. And so within the context of entrepreneurship, I want to hear from you all what your approach is to um, collaboration, how you choose the companies you collaborate with, um, who you choose to collaborate with when it comes to other entrepreneurs. Um, So well, let me start with you. Uh, How do you approach your collaborations? Um, what, What do you look for in a collaborator? Hey,
2: thanks, Caitlin. Uh, before I, you know, really start with how I select, I think I need to start with kind of my philosophy and my thinking and how I kind of got to this place. Um, as you mentioned, we are all entrepreneurs, and as you said in the beginning stages, we might be the only one. Now there's this model that we have had in America for a long time, and we even uh, talk about it when you're. Um, when you're you're going out into classes that teach entrepreneurship, it's to know your competition. Who is your competition? And the whole idea is you gotta know your competition, you gotta beat your competition, you gotta crush your competition. But as a small entrepreneur in the economy and in the way we live now, I just think that's a bad model. You can move further when you're working with someone so my idea is first to not look around and say, who's my competition, but it's who is closely related to what I am doing that I can collaborate with. So if I'm working with someone who, had, who reaches 500 people and I reach 500 people, now we both are reaching 1,000 people. And you think about the people that those people know. And so now you have grown it by maybe 3,000 people. Um, I just think for small businesses, that's the way to start out. Now, how do I choose uh, the companies that I would like to collaborate with? It's based on what are they offering that I can use. Um, I've used other companies that are um, to to help me and and to train me and to build me up. Um, They might offer a product that I don't offer my clients. And by my utilizing that um, product and advertising for them, they're getting clients there, and then that's a win-win for both of us. Um, so I'm looking to see how can we advance not just me but each other. How can we be? How can we create a, a success model?
1: I love that um, idea of adjusting that philosophy around competition. Summer Jasmine, what what are your thoughts around collaboration and how? How you start to start to identify people you want to collaborate with or other companies that you want to collaborate with, whether it's within the same industry or complementary industries.
3: I think one of my favorite quotes is if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And when I am one of the things that Launch Lab Growth and Sustain has provided has been um, these connections I didn't even know I needed or didn't know that existed and I think that was one of the really important things about getting plugged into this group early on and I think it helps me craft what I am looking for in other with other general contractors in the area and like you guys were talking about for us it's not about competition Um, it's about creativity. And I see that really as our distinguishing uh, factor. And I want to get to know my other competitors. I want us to help each other. And and I just think that's an interesting way to uh, look at competition. And and I think it's just really important for us to find um, people within our industry um, to connect with, but also outside so that we get fresh ideas. Um, because so I can talk to anyone about a project you've either done in your home yourself or that you've had someone come in um, and do the work for you. And I learn something from it
1: every time. Yes, yeah, Summer made a really good point where we take the whole cohort model very seriously and we find that it to be a really nice benefit of our launch Greensboro programs bringing together entrepreneurs with similar levels of passion, but also having different levels of understanding around areas of business and how we can come together to um, aid one another and share and exchange ideas and bring that fresh perspective. So I think again, that cohort model really sets the stage for the right mindset around collaboration. Um, And I think as our conversations evolve here today, will see that that model sets the stage nicely for collaborations within our sustained companies and how they continue to support them, support each other beyond um, the accelerated program that they participated in together. Jasmine and Will, I understand that you both are collaborating with each other in different capacities. Uh, Jasmine, can you share a little bit about uh, what you and Will are working on?
4: If it's possible, can I share kind of how I approach looking for partners to collaborate with. That'd be great. Yes. That's uh, the stage. Kind of there. Okay. So, um, I always start with my core values, um, because that's one thing that's important to me, um, being certified in customer experience. I want to ensure that, um, anyone that I partner with is going to deliver the same quality, if not better, and keep consistent with the type of experience I like to deliver for our clients. And so, um, the first things that I look for is, are they passionate about what they do? Meaning that they could talk to you for hours and hours and I can feel and see the excitement when they talk about the work that they do and how they can benefit the clients um, or prospect clients. One, if I've used their service, that's even better um, because then I can... I can give a full vouch for their services and uh, quality of their experience. Also, integrity, that's a big thing that's important. Are they going to do the right thing, um, even when no one's looking? If it's a matter of, you know, doing, going the extra mile and maybe choosing not to charge as much because it wasn't that big of a deal as opposed to counting every single hour on the clock. And then also the execution, you know, um, doing what they say they're going to do, follow up, and then doing everything with the heart of service. Uh, That's very important, and I feel like Will embodies that in everything he does, so when we met, it was, um, he was stuck with me. I think we mutually felt that um, after I think the first engagement or first conversation. And so uh, we definitely and and one of the other things is um, not necessarily in the core values. I mean, it is we serve each other, you know, um, iron sharpening sessions is what we call them or we, we sharpen each other and polish each other. Um, and, and we help uplift each other even when we're not having our best days and that's an important part of collaboration because as entrepreneurs you can get down in the dumps really easily because you feel like you're doing you're you're by yourself even though you're not and that was one thing I had to really learn is making sure I keep a tight knit circle of you know uh, strong pillars in my entrepreneurial family that when that day you're having a mental block there's someone who is insightful enough to to pull you out of it or to say, you know what, let's float through this today. And then tomorrow we're going to go in and dig deep. And Will does that a lot for me. To your point, as far as what we're working on lately, most of what we've been working on was, you know, kind of fortifying and um, honing in on each other's service offerings, you know, sharing ideas on how to fortify and enhance the service offerings for our own respective companies and giving feedback Um, And then there is, you know, um, you know, a few other projects that we have to support other entrepreneurs It's kind of like a pseudo ecosystem, so to speak, um, in the community. uh, And that's also including another partnership of a a tenant here. um, Money Talk with Tiffany of Money Talk with Tiff as well. So again, we are and all three of us are very adamant about Whoever we work with, they have to share the same village mindset that we have. If they don't have the village mindset in which we're we're cultivating great seeds and then sowing into each other to harvest mutually beneficial fruits of our labor and time and energy, then we automatically know that it's not going to go, it's not going to be fruitful long-term and we just politely you know, don't say anything or pass on that opportunity, but we make sure that we're always bringing our best selves to the table. And if we feel like, you know, there's something missing in an equation or a conversation that needs to be had, neither one of us shy away from difficult conversations because we trust the intention that we
1: want each other to succeed mutually. That's great. And I think what I was hearing was that it's it's nice to have someone who is invested in your success and wants to see you succeed, but they also don't have that deeply rooted emotional attachment to the business so they can be, for lack of a better word, detached from it. So they can give that really nice critical feedback and provide that perspective that someone who you know isn't in the trenches like the founder is to say, hey, I I see where you're at and this is where I think you and these are the steps that I think you should take and you're not they're not burdened by that that, again that emotional weight and that passion that the founder has that's great and I also love the values that you shared too and it reminds me of an exercise that we go through in growth as well which is identifying a lot of your your core values personally but as as well as the core values of your business And Jasmine, I think that's a really great strategy when it comes to identifying your collaborators.
2: Thank you.
4: Will, did I cover it accurately? (laughs) We always fact check each other. So that's another important thing.
2: Yes, you did. One thing that you said that I thought was really, really good, you said, we're looking for people with the village mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, And we toss around words like village and tribe. Um, And I like those words better than I like the word community, because our concept of community, at least here in America, is that we can all live in the same neighborhood and we are a community, but we never engage with one another. But something about saying village or tribe, it's almost like we have to engage with one another. And so Jasmine's success is also my success. Um, And we bring, even though we do similar things, we bring different things to the table. Um, It's no secret, Jasmine is my strategic coach. She, um, you know, she really helps me to process and to think through what am I doing and how am I getting there? The things that I'm putting out there, how does that look? Is it going to reach the greater audience? Um, And also she mentioned TIF, Money Talks with TIF. TIF has been invaluable in helping us to think financially like an entrepreneur. That's not just an automatic deal. You have to be trained to think like that. At least, let me step back. I needed to be trained to think like that. And and the truth of the matter is I came, and y'all know my backstory, I came out of ministry for 27 years so there's a whole different, I, you know, nonprofit is a whole different animal. And so it's been great to have somebody walk alongside of me like Tiff to say, you know, you really need to do a paradigm shift. And that's causing me to grow. And it is incredible when you have people who are invested in your success as much as they are theirs.
1: So in everyone's collaborations, Will and Jasmine, in your collaboration, some are in the collaborations that you've had in the past and currently have. Um, have there been any surprising additional benefits you received from a collaboration outside of like the executed goal of that collaboration?
4: Oh gosh, countless, invaluable. <laughs> um, I would say the first thing was is friendship. Uh, That's the biggest thing, Um, you know. My dad always told me growing up. After a certain age, you don't really make new friends like that. You might have acquaintances or people you know, but making new friends and true friends comes far, and uh, you know, it's it's not very frequent uh, as as you get beyond your 20s and 30s. And so, um, I we call each other family. Like if you see our text threads, it's you know brother, sister, family. And, and that's truly how we interact and engage and feel with each other. And as Will stated, it's not automatic because some people co- collaborate and they may never even have dinner together. But when we're together, it literally is like a party. So we do have to self-monitor sometimes, but um, it's truly fun. I will say that is the biggest thing is true friendship. And then just, you know, again, collaborating, but then there are times where an opportunity comes up and. I'm like, well, you know, whether my capacity is full or not, I want someone else in my circle to get it. So we've gotten speaking engagements um, just by, hey, you know what, I can't do this, but I I think you'd be great at this or, um, or let's tag team. Sometimes we've done speaking engagements together um, as a, as a, as a village as well. It's like when one goes, we all go. So and then whoever gets in, get in, and then we're cheering each other on through the text message and watching in the audience as well. So it's been a very beautiful experience. So we've, and we always say you're stuck with us.
2: So
4: <laughs> <laughs> we tell each other that a lot, you're stuck with me.
2: I think, I think you summed it up well, Jasmine, especially the part of friendship and the mental well-being aspect of it. Caitlin, I think also there's this cheerleading aspect that is powerful. Today, I launched a new product, and it has been successful in a matter of hours. I'm enjoying what's happening today, and it needed to happen, yay. So, you know, for lunch, I drove all the way to where I live to stop by my wife's office just to share with her the joy, because I didn't want to share it over the phone. I just wanted to share it, so it's the joy. And so she gets it, of course. She's in this with me. But then I know, and I've been waiting, I said, I can't wait to uh, this evening when everything closes or in the morning, be able to text my tribe and say, guess what happened today? And so it's extra people to cheer you on, to celebrate you. Um, That's a part of the friendship. The other thing is when some things have happened that have been pretty crappy, if I can use that language, sorry, but it's been pretty hard for us to be able to send out a text and just say, you know, today was difficult or this happened with a client. And then to have a tribe of people ch- uh, challenge you in a good way, but also encourage you um, is in- extremely powerful. And I see some uh, nodding their head. Uh, if, you, if you know it, you know it and, and it's just golden.
1: Yeah, uh, I know we, we use many different names for tribes, villages, community uh, communities, um, another word we use especially in growth is accountability groups and I know that Summer has been a part of um, of some accountability groups. So Summer, could you share with us what your accountability groups have looked like and the role that they've played in your journey so far?
3: Yeah, sure. Sure. I- Agree with everything Will said, right? Like, I think friendship is the benefit I didn't see coming. My accountability groups that have been established through growth and and Launch Lab, they're just other members. Sean Straub with Alt-HR Partners is one of them. Um, Karen Pollard was also in my cohort, where we would get together and just talk about like what are our top three challenges and have a brainstorming session of what that could look like and what our next steps were. Um, we also would do tasks together. There's something about there's so much um, of our lives that are siloed when we own a business and when we can sit with someone else and say, I need help doing this. Can we spend the next 30 minutes just taking action? Because we think about so many things in our head, we run over the what if scenarios, what if I fail, what's the risk, what's the reward? And to just have someone sit beside you and be able to take that next step of action that propels your, propels your business forward is huge when you're in the beginning stages of starting or growing a business. And even for me, the un- another unexpected part of this is actually a, a second job. Um, not only do I own next level construction, but I do work part time for Alt HR partners as their general business manager. So that was a completely unexpected um, benefit to this and understanding how as I hone and craft my skills and my gifts, how do I apply those to other businesses
1: And Summer, I understand as well that along the way, you formed a partnership or collaboration of sorts with your mentor, Adam Duggins.
3: Yeah, so Adam Duggins was my mentor in the growth program. And I was partnered with someone within my industry, within the trades, which at that point was... A relief for me, right? Because I had someone who had walked in my shoes in a very similar situation um, with the um, difficulties we experience uh, in the construction industry. And Adam was there as my mentor, not only in the time of the growth program, but also afterwards. So, literally just last week, he and I had coffee to catch up and just for him to find out how I was doing, him to find, you know, and vice versa. And we were actually able, we were able to use one of Adam's companies with New Page Capital um, as one of our subcontractors on a commercial project. So it really felt like full circle coming around where a mentor who gave me time, I was actually able to then circle back and give him some business um, from my company. So it it felt like a huge win. Um, And I joke and tell everybody, like, I feel like I've made it when, when I'm, when Adam is uh, helping me on a project.
1: Yeah, that's great because, um, you know, with Will and Jasmine, it's a lot of peer to peer collaboration. And with you, Summer, at least it started off as this mentor mentee relationship. And it's great how it's evolved into this peer to peer situation where you can drive business to one another and um, you, you're getting. You're just evolving and growing, and and uh, maybe one day we can turn you into a mentor.
3: <laughs> Sounds good.
1: As we wrap up this conversation, uh, is there any other lingering advice you give new entrepreneurs as they're um, stepping into this, this new and kind of foreign world as kind of a single solopreneur um, advice on how to build networks of collaboration around?
4: One of the things I um, always share is you have to be support to get support. Um, and that just means being vulnerable enough to extend you know yourself first regardless of what is reciprocated. Um, one of the things that you know people would always give me feedback on when I was at the Lewis office or the Lewis Street, Office of Transform Greensboro, um, I would sit in that chair by the window. And those of you who know me, you know what I'm talking about. And they would say, it's always so great to see you. You always look like you're so happy to see everybody. And, you know, for me, that was great because, you know, yes, I was happy to see everyone. But whether I knew their name or not, just the fact that they were in that building, I knew that most of them were entrepreneurs and sometimes just a smile can make your day you know just someone you know sending some positive energy your way so that for me it's the the biggest thing is never be afraid to extend a helping hand um, or just a supportive you know gesture Um, you never know how how far that goes with someone and then um, the other thing is just you know being visible that's the biggest thing visibility um, as people embark upon you know, entrepreneurship is being visible, a good part of success in career and anything that you're looking to achieve, uh, whether it's a dance company or something that you're um, pursuing is visibility and showing up, just being in the room at the right time and being um, confident enough to, even if you're scared with your voice trembling and shaking, just to say hi and, and give a handshake. So Those are the things I would say that some to to many would seem small, but have been have provided a significant return on investment just on those simple gestures.
2: I think, first of all, several things. First of all, um, Greensboro is extremely um, entrepreneur friendly. It is a it is a town that really is about building entrepreneurs. So and therefore, a lot of resources and things are offered. Take advantage of them don't do this on your own. So one of the things that I would encourage people to do, which was such a blessing for me, is to go to Launch Greensboro, to get in the lab, to start to learn. But I think I I, I learned a lot of valuable information, but I started to make some um, great connections also. Um, So I really appreciate that. So I'd say that's the one thing that they can do. The other thing is Um, And this is kind of a little bit of what I've been trying to say um, and just say directly here is check your mindset. Think about what you're thinking about. Uh, A lot of times we have this scarcity mentality instead of an abundance mentality. And when people have a scarcity mentality, they want to hoard. When people have an abundance um, mentality, they're generous. Um, and, and, And I think we have that here. Is and, and you want to cultivate an abundance mentality. So, um, I remember when people were talking to me in the beginning and said, Well, you know, Will, um, you know, you, you have this comp- comp- you have this person who's a competitor, and this person who's a competitor, and you know, it's really hard out there for coaches right now. And what are you going to do? And I simply looked at the person and said, You know, there are 500,000 people. Gifford County do you mean to tell me all the coaches that we have in Greens in Gifford County Greensboro High Point um, McLeansville Sedalia do you mean to tell me that they're reaching every last one of them no and they will not because this is a little bit of affinity so people are going to go where they feel most comfortable and so getting that kind of thinking in my head that this is not a small pot So then you move from the Gifford County and you think about all the counties in North Carolina. Um, And then what I do during the pandemic, Zoom was awesome. And literally I have clients in California, I have clients in um, Berlin, I have clients in Uganda, I have clients, um, all kinds of places. And so this whole idea that I got to rush in and grab as much of the pie as I can, instead of looking at the pie and saying, how is it that we all can have a piece of it? And and that's that's okay. So what hinders collaboration is a scarcity mentality.
3: I would say my piece of advice is to stay curious. Um, When talking to other entrepreneurs, don't just ask like, how's business going? Ask, Tell me what what's the top thing you're struggling with right now, or tell me one thing that you're most proud of. Get specific. And I would also say in being curious, don't be afraid to ask for what you need or to talk it out. You know, if you can call Caitlin and say, this is what I'm struggling with. I don't know exactly what I need. Can you help me brainstorm that? I think that is one of the fastest ways that we can build connection and collaboration is actually asking for help because everybody wants to help each other in, the, in this tribe, family, um, I won't say community now, but like this, this group, we want to help each other, but we only know to help if someone asks.
1: That's a great advice, everyone. Thank you so much. And this has been such a wonderful conversation about collaboration. And I'm really looking forward to sharing this with everyone. A couple things to plug, uh, Launch Greensboro related. Uh, we have a rolling application for our programs. These programs that these amazing entrepreneurs participated in. Please go to launchgreensboro.com to learn more and apply. We have a couple of programs coming up in the near future. First, we have Launch Lab Growth starting September 12th, and that runs for 14 weeks through December 5th. We also have Launch Camp that takes place October 8th and 9th. Our next Launch Lab 101 will be taking place in August, August 1st through August 29th. All these programs are free and open to the public, and we cannot wait to help and support you along your entrepreneurial journey. Please follow us on social media to learn more about what we do. We're at Launch Greensboro on Instagram and LinkedIn, at Launch GSO on Twitter, at Greensboro Entrepreneur on Facebook, and please go online and visit all these uh, entrepreneurs' business pages and social media handles. They're great follows, and we would love for you to learn more about them. Thank you, Will, Jasmine, and Summer for joining me for this conversation. It's so great talking.
0: Make sure to subscribe so you get new episodes delivered to your device each week. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time.